Welcome to Styling Social, the podcast. I am your host, Ellie Blakeney, and I am an influencer coach for new upcoming influencers who want to grow their social media, maximize their income, and stop hustling. I am so excited to share today's episode with you, so let's dive straight in. Welcome to the podcast, shall we? I am so freaking excited to have you here today. Now, obviously, I know a lot about you already, but for those listening, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, Ellie. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. So as she said, my name is Shelby. Um, I am a body confidence, body acceptance, uh, and plus size fashion content creator on Instagram. Um, I'm just trying to get my business up and going um, where I help people try to call back their confidence and my main goal in life is just to make people especially women like feel their very best it's like my goal in life amazing I love that so so much and what really made you start sharing this on Instagram specifically so was there a moment where you thought you know what I really want to start an Instagram page and start talking about this or did you originally start your Instagram about something else So originally I just started Instagram to like share cute outfits. So I wear a uniform to work every day. Um, I wear like black scrubs day in, day out, but I love clothes and I really just wanted a way to showcase all these clothes that I have, but no one could see. Um, So that's where it started. And from there, I was introduced to like the body positivity and body neutrality movements. And it just kind of took off from there. And it really pivoted and it became like so much more than I could imagine yeah for sure and how long have you actually been doing Instagram for now um I think it's been a little over two years or I'm coming up on like my two-year mark so yeah roughly about two years amazing so quite a long time on Instagram now and you've had Mm -hmm. such a great success and kind of response on there um I feel like the topic that you specifically focus on is so so important to kind of have especially on Instagram, because I feel like that can be actually a platform where a lot of the problems stem from, Mm -hmm. at least for like for me, for when I think back to my experience and kind of like my journey with body confidence, I feel like it all started when I used to compare myself to a lot of people on Instagram. So Mm -hmm. would you be able to share with us a little bit more about kind of your journey with body confidence? Yeah, so you made a really good point, like the journal just released like a whole podcast about it, where they Um, have discovered a study where like I think it's 30% of teenage girls feel that like already have body confidence issues Instagram makes it worse so it's really important to me to create a space where people can feel as comfortable as they can there like and just really break down like society standards on how you should look how you should act that kind of thing so um, like I said eventually my page just kind of morphed from fashion to something a lot more um now I'm more into like body acceptance and just being like okay with how you are and realizing that like weight fluctuations are totally normal and that to get a lot of like the like super fit body types that you see on Instagram like they take so much time and a lot of times they can lead to disordered eating and things like that so that's just kind of where we focus now like on listening to your body listening to what it has to tell you and like it you know what's right for yourself if you just take the time to listen and that's kind of where we're focusing on now so like once I realized like it clicked I'm like I want to help it click for everybody else yes for sure and 
Was there kind of a moment for you where would you say that would you say body confidence is something you've always had or was there a time where you struggled with it was there challenges that you had along the way to get to the point where you are now where you talk really openly about it oh uh, yeah there was like it's definitely not been like a lifelong thing like I was super self-conscious um, when I was younger especially in school and as I got older it got a little bit better. Instagram helped a lot, surprisingly. Um, once I started posting pictures and like, you get a lot of positive feedback, you get negative too, but that positive feedback really helped. And once um, like I started doing a lot of inner work, that's what helped as well. Um, and I think that once I started receiving like messages from women, like telling them like, they would say I'm too nervous to wear anything you know certain type of clothes or bikinis or whatever whenever I like got those messages it like really hit home for me like this is what I want to do and this is what I want to help with yeah for sure I feel like that's the same for me as well it's like when you start actually getting feedback and you're starting to realize I guess how much of an impact you're actually having in someone's life that's when it's like wow this is actually really you know, life change in the content that I'm sharing. And I think I saw in your stories, I want to say yesterday, Shelby, or, or recently, um, or, no, actually, I think it was an Instagram reel that you did. And someone had basically said that they're now confident enough to wear a bikini because of your content. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. That's like the best kind of message I could get. You know, you put all this time and effort and you post these, you know, you get really vulnerable online. And sometimes you wonder like, am I actually doing any, like, am I making a difference? And then you'll randomly get a message or a comment from someone. And they're like, I just wanted to let you know that, you know, even if you're just sharing outfits or just showing up as a plus size lady, like on this platform, being authentically you, just showing that has made me you know, I put on the bikini and I went to the beach with my kids and I wasn't self-conscious the whole time. I literally was able to just live in the moment and focus on my family. And it just gives, it gives me chills. I got chills right now thinking about it, that yeah. <laughs> you know, little of you could do that, you know? Yeah. It's so, so incredible the work that you do. And you mentioned briefly about a lot of inner work that you've done around this as well. So would you be able to share some more about that? Yes. So, um, that has been pretty new to me. Um, I recently started going to therapy and I'm a big believer in like normalizing, going to therapy if you're able to. Um, if And I know that's not something that's available to everyone, but you can find ways to work on dealing with like traumas that you've had. And if you don't deal with it, if you don't do that inner work, if you still kind of like push it down and push it away from you, then it never gets resolved and you can't really move forward. And um, it can be really intimidating to, to do that kind of work. But if you're able to, it can make the, like a total difference. It can really change your mindset on how you think about yourself. It can change how you tackle the same kind of feedback in the future. And it can be really life-changing if you can, if you're able to do the inner work. Yeah, amazing. And say, for example, if someone isn't able to go to therapy right now, is there anything they could do at home in terms of the inner work? Yeah, um, there's different places online you can learn about it. Um, I'm actually trying to, this comes really close to um, the program we were talking about today. I'm trying to launch pretty soon. And it has a whole section on 
like step by step, like the inner work that I do between therapy sessions and what I've learned and how it's worked for me. And it's really just about finding out, like picking a feeling that you have, pinpointing it, and then finding a way to deal with it that's not overwhelming. So that's something that you kind of have to learn too, is that you have to separate yourself a little bit to be able to work through it. But we talk about that too in the program. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like a lot of it as well, I guess, is working on your mindset and I guess rewriting new beliefs. Do you do a lot of that as well? Yes. So um, a lot of journaling helps um, and a lot of affirmations help. The biggest thing that has helped me is anytime that I have a negative thought um, is I try to spin it positively or if like say I put on a pair of pants and they're too tight right now, instead of really going in on myself and telling, you know, all these negative things I could say, I try to spin it to at least a neutral, like sometimes spinning it to a positive is, is too much for someone that's spoken negative to negatively to themselves for so long that trying to spin that to a positive is just overwhelming. So instead I like to redirect that that fall into, um, well, maybe now I get the opportunity to try a new style or, you know, I'm going through a certain season in life and that just means that my body's changing. And instead of being so hard on yourself, trying to find a way to pivot. And once you do that over and over again, it becomes a little bit more natural. And that is really how you start to shift your mindset totally. Yeah, I love what you said about finding a neutral. I've never kind of like heard of that strategy as such before um but yeah that makes so much sense because like you say sometimes actually switching a negative to a positive that's a lot of work um and that can feel a little bit overwhelming but if you're kind of somewhere in the middle it seems a lot more attainable um yeah. so I love that piece of advice so much and let's say for example someone's listening right now Shelby and they're perhaps they're in the beginning phases of I guess their body confidence journey and they want to start feeling confident. They want to start being kinder to themselves. Do you have any words of wisdom or advice that you can give them? Like where could someone start with this? Obviously you mentioned the inner work, but is there anything else that they could really do um, like proactively after listening to this podcast today? Um, I think the first thing and like easiest thing to do is to find um, like people on social media that look like you and like represent you and start following them and people that if you scroll through Instagram or whatever social media platform if you see someone that their account makes you a little bit uncomfortable or makes you have self-doubts like put them on mute or unfollow them and just kind of give yourself a little distance from that because whenever you you start um, putting distance and start um, creating space that you can allow positivity in instead of all these negative thoughts, it can totally change. Um, and I would really say it starts to, you know, with mindset, but it's about knowing that you are worthy and that you are capable of doing all these things. And instead of when you look at someone and you have these thoughts like, oh, I wish I could be, you know, you're really saying that this person is worthy of wearing this or looking like this. And then it's really important to also tell that to yourself, like, hey, I am worthy of doing these things. I am worthy of having these experiences too. And again, those little things can help totally shift everything. Um, 
I would also say like start noting when you have like a negative self-fault kind of like we talked about and learning how to replace those um, and kind of touching back on swapping to a neutral thought. I think a lot of people can get overwhelmed with like the body positivity movement because it talks about, you know, I love myself unconditionally. I do this, you know, I love everything about me and how I look and what I do. And that's just not realistic for a lot of people. Um, They think of that as, you know, I've been in this negative mindset for too long. That's just, that's too big of a shift to do so fast. So if you can't think of a positive, do that neutral thought, like focus on maybe not looks like focus on something that you're really good at. Like, Hey, I'm really good at making other people feel good about themselves or I'm really good at making someone feel super comfortable whenever they're around me and focusing on those things and detaching your self-worth from your looks can go a long way to helping. Um, But yeah, it can, you can really focus on just you as a person and not your outward appearance and start with positive affirmations or neutral thoughts that way and really build yourself up from there as a good starting points. Yeah, for sure. And affirmations as well. Like I'm such a big believer in affirmations. For me, that really changed so much for me when I actually started consistently doing affirmations. Um, Do you write your own affirmations at the moment, Shelby? Or did you find like a really great pack online? Like where could someone go if they wanted to start using affirmations? Could they just create their own or is there somewhere specific that they could go to find them? I really just kind of depends on the day. Like if I know something that I want to focus on for the week, then I may like um, kind of jot some things down. Like if this week I want to focus on whatever xyz then I will kind of like write down a few that I have in mind that I want to use throughout the week I've started journaling every morning and that's been so helpful so um, I'll start doing those and then if I need some inspiration like you know I really want to focus on um whatever money or how I feel about myself then I will google or use Pinterest and um, I started following a lot of accounts on Instagram that you like give out daily affirmations so there's a lot of different places that you can look to find anything that you're looking for and it really just changes day by day and if I have something that I'm like this is specific to me right now that I want to focus on today then I'll just write my own and it's really good I think to get a mix of everything yeah for sure I totally agree and you know like you say Pinterest is such a great place to find either journal prompts or affirmations especially if you're wanting to focus on a specific topic um then you can just usually write down that topic and then affirmations or journal prompts and so much will come up um so you mentioned as well Shelby that you give yourself kind of permission to I guess unfollow or mute accounts that you know may be triggering or may, I don't don't know, make you feel a certain way. And I know this is something that a lot of people struggle with in terms of kind of giving themselves that permission. So if someone is, you know, I guess scared to unfollow accounts or scared to mute someone and maybe they're wanting to unfollow everyone currently and then just re-follow new people that look similar to themselves, how could they actually do this? Because I feel like it's almost to do with boundary setting. So how would you recommend that someone goes ahead with this? So I think the biggest thing to look for in people that you follow are, do they inspire you? And 
in a way that's like motivational and not in a comparison way. I don't know if that makes sense. So say if you're following, um, like, okay, so I follow Ellie because she inspires me to like grow my business and to really step out of my comfort zone. But she inspires me, you inspire me in like a comforting way, you know? And some people that, um, I guess, like I don't follow celebrity accounts because that used to be a really big trigger for me. And it was like, oh, so-and-so inspires me to look like them. But really it was me comparing myself to her and wanting I was like oh she's inspiring but it's really more like I wish I looked like her I am gonna eat this or not eat this and do this kind of workout to look like her so if you're having those kind of thoughts when you are following someone that may be time to like set that boundary that like you know I'm just gonna I'm just gonna unfollow you or put you on on mute um I've had people too that um, I follow and I really like their content, but maybe they're doing things and I start feeling like almost a jealousy towards them. Or um, I had these thoughts like, wow, she, you know, we're doing the same thing and she's getting so popular or having, you know, whatever. And um, I just really can't do that right now. And it's something wrong with me. And if I, I start really paying attention to those thoughts and if I have those thoughts, then I'm like, you know, I love her and I'm going to keep um, you know, supporting her, but maybe it's time for me to just put her on mute for a little while so that I can focus on myself. And so you don't have to unfollow everyone that makes you feel that way. But I think giving yourself permission to set those boundaries, give yourself a little bit of space is a very healthy thing for you to do. Yeah, for sure. And I like what you said as well about how especially like celebrity accounts as well I used to always compare myself specifically to like the lifestyle and I'd be like wow my life's so boring <laughs> because yeah. it's nothing in comparison right um mm -hmm. so I did the same like I unfollowed so I mean I hardly follow anyone now um but I'm really specific with who I follow because I really want to make sure that the content that I am consuming is you know like you say inspiring motivating or empowering and I've definitely like there's people that I love and maybe they're going through um, like a specific launch and they're talking about a specific topic um, and maybe I am getting triggered by it so like you say you can just mute them temporarily and then you know when you're feeling I don't know maybe when you've done some more inner work or you know you're feeling more like yourself then you can always unmute them like you say it's not necessarily that you need to unfollow everyone um, yeah. but it's just being aware of that as well I guess and when you're scrolling as well so I think comparison is such a big thing especially like growing a brand on Instagram whether that's business influencer both come with the kind of con of comparison and it's definitely something that I've done um in terms of like visually but also when I don't know when someone has a bigger launch than you or like you say you see someone else being more successful or something that you're aiming for and they get it first but this is actually a sign like if you're into manifestation if anyone's listening if you see someone else get what you kind of want first, that's actually a sign that your manifestation is coming closer. Um, but it can definitely evoke those feelings of jealousy or feelings of kind of unworthiness. Like you start questioning, are you good enough? So if someone is scrolling, if they find themselves scrolling a lot and they're finding themselves comparing um, and they've unfollowed and they've muted accounts, maybe they're just kind of like addicted to the scroll as such. And I've definitely gone through that phase where I'm like obsessed with just scrolling and always consuming content. Do you have any tips for that? So I think if you're kind of like me too, like if you're obsessed with the scrolling, 
you know, you can always do things like put timers in place to like physically stop the scrolling. But I think if you're going to be scrolling anyways, the best thing you can do is kind of like I mentioned earlier, find people that look like you and inspire you in a positive way and fill your feed with it. Like that needs to be what you see when you scroll, because I never followed any kind of plus size influencers. Honestly, didn't even know before I started Instagram, like there was one girl that I followed and I felt like she was like, um, like this rare gem, like no one looks like me that's on the internet like this. And she was kind of like the game changer for me. She's the one that inspired me to start my Instagram and to put more representation out there that for people that do look like me and once I started following her and then I was recommended like other people that also look like me so I just started following all of these plus size women that are doing amazing things and they're wearing the outfits that I want to wear and they inspired me in that good way you know I'm not like feeling jealousy when I see them I'm like feeling empowered and I'm feeling so seen and so represented that when I am scrolling it feels good you know it's not it starts to become a place of positivity and a a place of you know yeah I don't mind scrolling for a little while because I'm seeing kind of like a version of myself too if that makes sense like I'm seeing you know people that are just living their best lives and looking like me and Honestly, it helps if you can find representation. It is a total, total game changer. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like just diversifying your feed anyway will help yeah. so, so much. Do you have any, um, like, say, for example, do you have any specific accounts of plus size women that you could recommend that people can go and follow? Like, I don't know, some accounts that you really love? Yeah, I totally can. So let me pull up my Instagram. <laughs> um, so one of my favorites is Sean Taylor. Um, she is a wonderful account to follow. She's got cute outfits all the time. Um, she posts the best like TikToks and reels. Um, and she was on, I don't know if anyone listening watched the circle, but she was on that. So you may recognize her from that. Um, there's also Rosie Beam is a great one to follow. And Natalie means nice, but some of, I want to shout out a couple of like my, um, people that I talk to pretty regularly on Instagram, Susie Roberts underscore. She is great. She does plus size YouTube reviews on different clothing brands. Um, Let's see another good friend of mine. Her name is Olivia Phillips. She does like super affordable, like everyday clothes. Like there's just so many out there now. Um, And they create like I don't know, like such a welcoming environment. And I recommend if you go like to my uh, Instagram and see who I follow, like there's so many good, good recommendations on there. Yeah, literally everyone just go over to Shelby's Instagram, go to her following list. Talk who I'm following and you'll be upset about it. Have a little following spree, but no, I love that. And I'll make sure I put everyone's username um, inside the show notes, just so it's super easy for you guys to find while you're listening. But amazing. Thank you so much for sharing those accounts with us, Shelby. And I just want to finish off today's episode by asking you, is there something that you do on the daily? Like, I don't know, a daily routine, a daily ritual that you do to help with body confidence? Um, here lately, it's been, I've been journaling every day and that has helped a lot. Um, even if it's just a quick little, you know, 
write down an affirmation, write down what I'm excited about for today. That has been, has been something that really helps. And, um, and then when you are scrolling and you start noticing those feelings, you know, if you're not quite ready to start unfollowing everyone, just take a little break, like step back and really appreciate what you have to offer and your uniqueness and those little bitty bits, those little, you know, thoughts, those little changes, they totally add up over time and, and they, they'll, they'll change your world. Yeah, for sure. And I like what you say there about it all kind of adds up over time as well, because nothing can kind of happen overnight. I guess like everything is consistent, consistent work. Like even with me and my inner work, I'm always, people always say to me, oh, you've got such great mindset. You've got such great energy. And it's like, this mindset work and this inner work, it never stops. It's something that I'm doing every single day. And um, it's not like you just do the inner work and then like, you're good to go. It's done. Like it is something that you'll consistently do. Um, and yeah, I think journaling is such a great um, practice to be able to do every single day as well. Cause it, with journaling as well, it doesn't need to be something super long. You don't need to write a million pages. It can literally be five to 10 minutes out of your day, pen to paper. Um, mm-hmm. And like that Shelby's actually inside our group coaching alignment Academy. And like, this is something we did recently, right inside the group, we did the journal and everyone's response was, I didn't realize how like powerful yet, how simple it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was definitely a takeaway for so many people. But I think if you're listening right now, just get started. Do you have a specific prompt that maybe people could get started with right now, Shelby, like a specific journal prompt? A good thing to start with would be like, to journal about, I can't think of like specific words, but like think about a negative thought that you have and um, write like why you feel that way or where it comes from and kind of see where that takes you. And that can really help uh, dive deeper into why you feel the way that you feel. Yes, I love that. Almost kind of like working backwards and reverse engineering where that thought came from um, Mm -hmm. and then kind of rewriting your new belief amazing so thank you so much for coming on the podcast today Shelby where can everyone connect with you thank you for having me it's been a blast so you can find me online my handle is she chonky that was kind of like a funny thing that I wanted my handle to be um but anyways now you can find me on Instagram on TikTok they're all she chonky you can find me on my website at shechonky.com amazing thank you so much again Shelby Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you have enjoyed listening, be sure to let us know by leaving a five-star review on iTunes or sharing and tagging us on your Instagram stories at Style and Social. Keep on killing it.